0: Welcome to Small Business Accelerator, the podcast where we help small businesses create more new opportunities and win more new business. Today's topic is get the messaging right. Join our host, Blair Carey, founder of Inside Sierra, and David Wench, founder of Epic Sales Management Solutions, as they dig deep with today's guest from B Theory Advisors, Mitch Alverson Mitch is a StoryBrand certified copywriter and guide. He focuses on delivering clear messages, well, Mitch, again, we, t- we appreciate you taking time to join us today. Um, Blair and I have uh, together put together a Small Business Accelerator podcast series. Um, it's uh, in conjunction with some other things that we're working on here at Epic Sales Management Solutions around helping build better all-bound sales teams to create more new opportunities. Um, within that uh, process of building all, uh, better all-bound sales teams, in in the first stage of that, there's four foundational elements that we typically talk about. One of them is getting the mindset and culture right for new business development. One is getting the targeting right. One is determining the right sales roles for the members of sales teams. And another one is getting the messaging right. And, and that's part of today's topic as far as getting the messaging right. Uh, uh, you and I have had conversations before about Building a story brand, uh, and and its power, and, and and we've entertained some discussions also around the idea of, you know, how does one take the advantages of building a story brand and and Chet Holmes' stadium pitching core story and Mike Weinberg's company sales story as different areas. So, but um, you know, maybe maybe you you know for our listeners could just start off with a little bit about you know uh, what it is. I, I guess the importance of messaging to start with. When we talk about getting the messaging right, you know, just, just starting with, you know, why is that important and how and why does it matter?
1: Sure. Well, you know, the truth is that most companies are wasting a lot of money on their marketing. They're putting lots and lots of money into it. And um, a lot of it, you know, you could just roll down the window and, and throw it out. And mainly because they're not being clear um, in their marketing so that's the biggest reason i think it's uh, you know so many companies especially in the small to medium size they try to uh, they try to jump to like branding uh, when they really don't have the the, they don't have the brand yet to do that i was driving home um, from a little trip to arkansas and saw some billboards of Uh, they're for McDonald's. And you could tell it's the McDonald's brand. It's got the red and orange. Um, And then it just says, you missed us. And, you know, a company like McDonald's, that's you know, in the billions of dollars of revenue, they can do that stuff. But most, most companies cannot do that. You know, we have to be clear. And the reason is, is because um, our brains, the human brain, whether we know it or not, is tasked with doing a couple of, really important jobs. One is, uh, helping us stay alive. Uh, and the other is conserving calories so we can help us stay alive, which forces us as marketers and as salespeople to just be clear in what it is that we're, you know, offering the problem that we're solving. So that's the, that's kind of the gist of it. You have to have a good, clear message if you're going to be successful. So that's sort of where I start with people is to say, look, you're a lot of folks come to me because they are wasting their money. They're putting, you know, they're spending money on marketing. It's not working. Uh, And so the very first place we start is, okay, what are you actually saying? Um, You know, how are are you being clear? That's the that's the biggest thing.
2: It, do, uh mike do you think mitch do you think that that is because um they just see marketing as a bunch of things that you do uh or a, a but they just see what sort of the marketing media that's used today whether it's billboards or sandwich boards or postcards mm-hmm. or emails or radio ads they just see what's being pitched at them or do you, do you think it's the, the cause for that sort of disconnect is be- is because small business owners are generally doing multiple things at a time, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it for sure, is that they're they're seeing a lot of things, like you said, uh, out in the wild and on various social channels, and they want to copy that. Um, and that's, that's part of it for sure. There's another big paradigm shift um, that I try and help clients make, and that's um, to be the guide and not the hero. And so old, mm-hmm. I don't know if I should say this or not, but I was going to say it, it, it's been sort of the, for decades, right. Is to tell, you know, tell them all about yourself and you know, how you got into business and how your, your grandpa started the company in, you know, 1950, whatever. And in reality, because of what I said earlier about what's going on in the brain, um, they don't care about that stuff. You know, that's, that's not the first thing that they, that they care about. And so one of the big paradigm shifts is what you were saying is is to try and get companies to stop talking so much about themselves um, in the way that they're doing it. It's not a bad thing to talk about yourself. Um, but if that's what you lead with, um, then you, you really have a problem. Uh, it's funny, uh, while driving in these billboards, I also saw a billboard and I meant to take a picture of this because I passed it a couple of times. We were in Arkansas. I was helping a a dentist in Arkansas. But there's this big billboard and it says it's got these two guys in tuxedos and, um, you know, good looking guys, young guys. And it says uh, Arkansas's most interesting lawyers. And that's all it said. But the problem, it's like, well, what kind of lawyer are you? Can you help me? You know, with my car wreck. Can you help me with my divorce? Can you? Help, what? What is it? But that billboard, I promise you, is a total waste of money because, first of all, there's no name. There's no messaging. There's, it's just as Arkansas's most interesting lawyers. So, um, if if you're listening, guys, uh, reach out. I can help.
0: <laughs> he, um, so. I think that's one of the messages we keep trying to tell everybody is one of the biggest principles is make it about them, um, and it, uh, first and foremost, uh, so that we connect with them, right?
1: Right. Yep. But, but part guy, of it is, yeah, yeah, but of part of it
0: is how it's not just making it about them, but but what's some of the keys in how to make it about them?
1: Sure. When yeah, we're so, talking
0: about them, what what does that look like?
1: Yeah. Well, the first thing, you know, we really have to figure out, and this is where the the internal work has to happen, is what is it that they even want? And we have a pretty good idea, usually, of what our customers want. Um, but, you know, that's the work. What is it that they really want when they are going to do business with you? Who is it that they want to become on the other side of doing business with you? What's that identity like? Right. And then, Yeah.
0: So I, I usually, you know, in, in talking with my clients, we, we try to get around the focus around or, or connecting on what are their challenges, issues, pains, things of that sort. I mean, how does that fit into the story brand framework?
1: Sure. Yep. So right after the work of like figuring out who it is that they want, what do they want, who do they want to become, uh, you know, after having done business with you is what is it that's keeping them you know, from getting what they want. That's the, that's the, the most human way to say it. If you understand what they want, what's the problem that's keeping them from getting what they want? Now, when we talk about problems and pains and things like that, you can, you, you have to go deeper than just what's keeping them from getting it. Okay. If this thing that's keeping me from getting what I want, how does that make me feel? So that's the, now we have two levels of problems, right? We have an external problem. The internal problem is how it makes me feel. And then you can even go, you know, this is pro level. Philosophically, why is that a problem? Why is it, you know, why is it just plain wrong that your, you know, your, your client, your prospective customer can't get it and that they feel the way they feel because they can't get it. And so speaking philosophically, we can say things like, you know, we believe you deserve X, Y, and Z, or it shouldn't be that way. um, That sort of thing. So, yeah, when you say, you know, talking about those problems, that that's the main, uh, the main thing to do is like figure out why is it that they can't get what they want? How does that make them feel? And why is that just plain wrong? So
2: if if it, so, help me understand this, Mitch. I'm a small business owner. I've been successfully running my business for the last uh, eight to ten years. I'm now going into a new market, uh, whether it's a new geographic market or a new area where I'm taking my existing product offering and I'm going to a new place. Where do I start on the messaging side here?
1: So if you're going into a new place, um, you know I would I would ask some questions around. You know how are you going to reach those folks in the new place do you want to do it you know digitally or uh is it going to be you know like we talked about before um you know outdoors things like that from a, from uh-huh. a perspective of how you go about doing it uh-huh. but you're if we're moving into a new spot this is actually something we just talked about with the dentist in arkansas um, part of his messaging was based around um science-based um, evidence, right? Well, mm. right now in America, in Arkansas, if you lead with science-based stuff in your marketing, you're probably not going to do that well. Um, mm. just because, you know, science has taken a hit, uh, doesn't matter which side of the political, you know, fence you stand on it, it has. And so right. that's one of the things I was telling him was like, look, in this area, you can't be saying, the science is in um you know this is the reason why you should get your teeth fixed right it's just not going to work so i think uh-huh. you have to if, if we're moving into a new area let's think about who's there uh, uh-huh. which part of the united states are, that are there which goes uh-huh. back to the whole character um who are they what do they want so i think that's yeah. where we can start to tweak things depending uh-huh. on um what it is that we're, what our, what our offer is or whatever your product or service might be. And,
2: and if you're offering a completely, like an extension of your existing services, does that, do you, do you take some of the existing messaging that you're using or would
1: you craft entirely different messaging? No, I would say use as much as you can. That's what I would say. Uh-huh. Take take what you've got and, and let's see, you know, depending on the budget, the size of the client, you can, uh, you know, we can test this stuff, right. You can put it out there and, uh, see what traffic is like based on, uh, the marketing that we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. so depending on, again, depending on budget and, and, uh, how we're getting traffic to, uh, say a landing page or whatever we're doing, uh, mm-hmm. we can test that stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right.
0: So, uh, so Mitch, uh, I guess for, for our listeners, What are some other things about the story brand framework that makes it work? I mean, if you could maybe elaborate a little bit on the story brand framework itself and, and, and why it does work in areas that we haven't covered so far.
1: Sure. Well, we've been talking a lot about uh, talking about it without really explicitly saying it, but we're using a story based framework and story is a sense making device for, for our brains. And so essentially, when we start talking about what the what the client wants and what's keeping them from getting it, we're inviting them into a story. And, and this the whole story brand framework is built around really the hero's journey. That's like over 2,000 years old. And that's what it's built around. So if we build our marketing that way, where we're, we're talking about what it is that they want and how we can help them get it and what's keeping them from getting it, um, just that framework alone uh, is going to make your marketing better. There's a few other things, right? That, we, that we're, it's not, um, I guess, uh, specific to just Story Brand. But we, you know, one of the things I'll tell people to do, and it's in the framework, is uh, to use a, you know, first of all, give your, give your clients a, an easy to follow plan three steps, you, you know, four steps, maybe, but probably three, step one, step two, step three. That's the thing is that, you know, most people really do want you to tell them, what do you want me to do next? And if we can show them guys, you know, there's the promised land, you know, we've, we've already foreshadowed success in our, in our messaging and it's easy to get there. It's just step here, step here, and then you're, you're there. And so, Um, Using story as a framework, giving them an easy, you know, one, two, three plan. And then this one is so, so simple, but most people don't do it. And that's a challenge for our listeners is where in your current marketing do you have calls to action? Just a very simple, clear call to action, not a passive call to action, a direct call to action. Call now schedule a meeting buy now those are direct right and i would also challenge folks to think about this what's the last you know sales email that you wrote and did you have a call to action because it's unless we're being intentional about it it really is it can slip our mind do we have a good call to action in in all of our stuff in our marketing collateral in our emails, you just need it. And so in the mark in the story brand marketing framework, the direct call to action is, it's part of it. It's one of the main key pieces. Um, and in thinking about story, all the great movies that you see, right? There's a call to action. There's a guide who comes along to help the hero and he asks them to do something. Obi-Wan Kenobi tells Luke, use the force. That's, that's the call to action um, in Rocky, I think it's in Rocky three, right? Where he thinks he can do all this fancy training in the, in Las Vegas. And finally they say, Rocky, this is not going to work. We have to go away. So there's a call to action to move him to a different place, geographically to train so that he can focus. So it's the same in our marketing. We have to have a clear call to action.
0: So you bring up call to action. I agree off that, but you know, uh, in, in sending an email, isn't one of the simplest call to actions just to have a question mark? I mean, to send an email with no questions mm. is like no call to action, right? I mean, simply by inserting one to three questions in an email, haven't you, in essence, improved the call to action?
1: 100%, yeah. Questions open story loops. And so that, if you've got a good intentional question uh, in your emails, to to prospective clients um then absolutely it opens a story loop that they want to close especially if they're you know a good prospect and the chances are they're going to reply uh and now now we've got you know now we're into selling right
2: that's interesting so you mentioned about being intentional in our marketing motion and 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 messaging Um, so one of the things that we like to do is like to make sure that people are purposeful that they know the reason why they're actually sending this email what the expected outcome is or the expected phone call is what the purpose is for each one of those pieces of content that go out there Th- when you're building the story the hero in the story is our prospect is that correct mitch that's correct yeah so we're trying to make them the hero and we're going to help them guide them to that particular situation is that fair that is absolutely fair yep that's right right and so realistically as the guide we have the expertise to help them not only understand the challenges that they're going to face but also in some short small way how to overcome them yeah absolutely and then and then so we could have content that's part of our messaging that asfully has no call to action, but could be towards building that credibility as us as the expert guide or um, uh, 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 shining a light on the challenge that the the hero actually faces.
1: Yep. Yeah. So to expand on that, you, you really hit the high points right there where we talk, when we talk about the guide, um, We we want to, speak with empathy that we understand you said that that we understand the challenge that that that's going on mm-hmm. uh and then we want to speak with authority so they you know there's a there's a fine line there we tell folks stop t- hey stop talking about yourself so much mm-hmm. it's not that we can't talk about ourselves. we need to talk about ourselves in light of the customer's story and that right. we do know we are experts in what it is that we're doing mm-hmm. uh, and that we can help you we, we can show you how to get to the promised land.
0: Yeah. So, so in this story, I mean, first of all, we're, we're, we're getting to the point where we're having, looking for those prospects to work, connecting that ever that they're headed in a particular direction and we understand the direction they want to go and what it is they want. We also understand the obstacles along the way and we're communicating both of those. And then it comes to that part of positioning ourselves as the best guide to help them get to where they want to go. Right. Right. So, so of course I, I heard a discussion the other day about the difference about, you know, providing a unique answer, unique versus differentiation. And I think really for many of us, I mean, to truly be unique, you know, maybe may be beyond what we're going to be able to do, but we can differentiate. And I think, and, and I think that's maybe working on differentiators is maybe the better term along the way, <clears throat> but one of the questions that I've got, well, you know, we also, we also hear people telling us that, you know, let your prospects and customers know your why. Mm-hmm. So, so where does telling your why fit into this whole equation? I mean, what's the value of telling your why, how do you do that? How do you work that in along with a story brand framework?
1: Yeah. So the why of, you know, why we're doing things a lot of time can fit in that philosophical, uh, answering the philosophical problem as to why it's just plain wrong that our that our prospects are dealing with the problem that they're dealing with. Um, then and also uh, the the why kind of fits into really the whole uh, mission based story of why we're even doing what we're doing. So I look at the why and look at it in the from the philosophical standpoint of that really helps us solve that problem. Um, and where we can talk about that, um, but then also I try to build the why into um, story uh, for the mission statement of the company. Um, we're not we're not here today to talk so much about mission statements, but using story to um, to really build up and beef up the mission as to why you're doing things um, helps tremendously, right? It helps you get people on board to do what you're doing. Uh, It helps people want to invest in what you're doing. So in a, in a sense, um, I guess we're, we're always selling, Um, but that, you know, story in and of itself can be brought into the why of the overall company, uh, and, and help tremendously.
0: Okay.
2: So how would you communicate that in a way that would be effective to the prospects?
1: Communicate which part? the the why
2: the, the 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 why why I mean other than the about us section on our website which might describe why we're actually doing what we're doing mm-hmm. how would we incorporate that within the story within the story that we're trying to tell the customers our, our prospects
1: yeah so that's where I would put it honestly I would put it in in the about us page or section uh, mm-hmm. and that's where you can expand a little bit on what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Other than
1: that, I would put it in the philosophical problem where, you know, we talk about why it's just plain wrong or why it shouldn't be this way. Um, as to the problems that they're dealing with. So that's right. where, where I would always put it. And again, um, at the risk, right. Of us slipping into the hero, uh, seat, that's where the fine line is. How much do we talk about our why? Uh, because if if we're going based on what's going on in the brain, this why question happens a little further down the you know the funnel, right? Uh-huh. If, I'm, uh-huh. if I'm making, if I think you, Blair, if I if I if I like you and I think you can help me, um, maybe somewhere along the line I will say, okay, what's Blair all about, and why is it you know. Why are they even doing what they're doing? But originally, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm coming to you for. I'm coming to you because you can you can help me solve this problem that I have. Uh-huh. So that's why you know when I think about the why, it's to me it's a it's further down the funnel where I, I want understand. to talk about the why. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: and 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 uh, I I kind of uh, Chad mentioned this sort of earlier. Companies that are going into new markets. So companies that don't really have a lot of customers—they're sort of starting up in their sort of startup phase, or small business in their startup phase—and they're trying to figure out, or trying to go towards where they think are their prospects to who, how, what, what, how would what would you recommend to to d- design your messaging for for those types of uh, those types of companies?
1: Well, you know, again, I think it's a it's a question around. I think there's a good bit of like if I'm a startup, right, I've got to do a good bit of research up front to figure out who this, you know, what's the avatar? What do they want? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, and then let's design it around that. So if we uh-huh. can figure that stuff out, um, it really helps us build our our messaging around that, who that person is, right? Uh-huh. That, that's what I would say the most is let's figure out who that person is and what they want.
2: Right. Look at the challenges that they're facing. And then from those challenges, help us design how we can make them the hero.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a lot of times it's unless you've got a really niche thing, or if you're mm-hmm. say you're building messaging for a specific product, mm-hmm. um, you have to bubble up a little bit to sort of an umbrella level of messaging, um, and, and go at it that way, mm-hmm. unless you've got, unless we're doing messaging for a specific product or a very specific, um, solution service, Uh, then we can really do some more direct uh, messaging. Otherwise you have to bubble it up. A lot of people are familiar with uh, uh, Dave Ramsey and financial peace. So I would say his brand, his umbrella is financial peace. And underneath that umbrella, he's got multiple products and services that Uh people can buy from them. And so Uh when I think about uh, the messaging, he's got an overall message and then he's got little silos of messaging for each one of those offerings and services that, that he, uh, that he offers. Interesting.
2: That's a great, that's a, that's a very interesting way to think about that, Mitch.
0: Yeah. So, so Mitch, for the small business owners out there that say, you know, I, I probably need to do a better job of communicating my message and story. I mean, what, what are ways available to them to, to better learn the story brand framework and, and apply it? Uh, I mean, let's, I mean, to start with. To their website, I mean as as a way sure. to because because they control the website. I mean that that's a very controllable, you know, medium to use. So yeah. What what what's available to them to to learn, follow, and 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 produce the story brand framework?
1: Yeah. So I guess the path I would give folks is first buy the book, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. That's step one. Um step two would be go to it's mystorybrand.com and there they've got a free tool you can use to build your brand script. That's what we call it. Um, and then the third thing I would do if I was, uh, you know, sort of in that boat is there's another sort of the second book that Don wrote in this, in this, uh, realm is called marketing made simple in that book. He, he kind of gets you more practical stuff around, you know, wireframing your website, building a sales funnel. Um, so that's the three things I would do if I wanted to really start to incorporate story brand or story into into my marketing messaging. By building a story brand, go get a free account at mystorybrand.com, and then also buy uh, Marketing Made Simple, the book.
0: Now, now in making things simple, i have give Donald Miller credit, or whoever helped Donald Miller do it but on the website, mystorybrand.com, how more simple could it be for each step? There's a little arrow you can click and it's a two to seven minute video on how to apply that step in the story brand framework. I mean, it, yeah. talk about a step-by-step walk everybody through it. I, I give them credit for making that simple with respect to that. Of course, the other thing is, you know, business owners, if you wanna go through that, you know, you know, find yourself a story brand, a certified story brand consultant to help you make that happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, Mitch, had, if somebody wants to hire you to do that, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy. You can go, my website is the, the letter B, the number three advisors.org. So it's b3advisors.org. You can email me Mitch at b3advisors.org. Um, I have a daily business podcast that you can also listen to. So you can look that up. If you just search for Mitch Alverson, you'll find that podcast. All right.
2: Fantastic. Uh,
0: thanks very much, Mitch. That's been, that's tremendous. Thanks guys.
1: Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate
0: it. Anything else you'd like to share before we go?
1: You know, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think well, maybe there is, um, you know, the, getting clear, getting your marketing messaging clear is probably one of the biggest things you can do. Uh, and with some of these resources, you know, for less than, you know, $30 or 40 bucks in books, you can really make a difference in in what you're putting out there to the world. So go for it. It's really going to help you clarify what you're saying uh, so that customers will engage.
0: Well, thank you very much, Mitch. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks.
2: Take care, Mitch.